Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara. Brought to you by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Connect with Sharon now at 781-837-4900 and online at bostonconnect.com. Now, here's Sharon McNamara. And good morning to all my South Shore neighbors. This is Sharon McNamara, and you are listening live to Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara. And we have Ryan in there banging on the windows. I got this under control. I've done this once or twice before. You sure? <laughs> right down to the yeah. final second. Grab <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that microphone. I know, Ryan. Poor Ryan. So we have Ryan, who is uh, manning the phones this morning. We are live today, 781-837-4900. That actually made my morning rye. <laughs> See? We got to get, you need something to wake you up on Saturday mornings. <laughs> I know. Sometimes you have that luxury of hanging out and listening to music with me for like half an hour beforehand. I know. I know before when we pre-record. Well, you've pre-recorded. Oh, yeah, with, pre-recorded on yeah. a Thursday, yes. Yeah, so we pre-recorded most of the time with Ryan during the week, so we're a little more casual. And you were just legit freaking out, which was so funny to me. But anyways. <laughs> Dead air. Dead air. <laughs> yeah, it was introducing you, and then you're just like, oh, yeah, put my headphones on. It's fine. Yeah, well, whatever. Yeah. Like, like, what another cup of coffee. <laughs> Keys in the car. I have my you're, water. You're so casual, and I'm having a panic attack in here. We got it under control. Uh, but you also probably heard that voice of the one and only Stephen Cook from Imperial um, Inspection Services, and you are our guest once a month, and you're fabulous. When are you going to just take over the show for I me? I know that. Someday. Who knows? Yeah, absolutely. You've got to be trained properly. Yeah, I think I'm Not training Not a trained you. professional. <laughs> yeah. Well, you do a fantastic job. Great. Thank you. So, um, and as always, you know, I was saying, actually, I call in on Fridays, and I give like a lot you know, with uh, Rob and Lisa, right. what we're going to be talking about the next day. And, you know, I don't prepare much for that because I want it to just sort of be natural when he asks me the questions. And, you know, one of the things I said was, you've taught me so much. Right. You really, really have. That's educational. And, uh, you know, we cover all the bases in a house between electrical, plumbing, heating. Mm-hmm. You know, you go down to the lead paint and radon yeah. and right down the septic systems, you know, so you yeah. kind of get the whole Megillah. Yeah. you. I mean, and I think, like, over the years, obviously, I refer you to all my buyer clients. Right. And I think, well, and everybody knows, I only refer the best of the best. And yes. those are the people they hear on the radio with yes. me. And. It really is true because I sort of sat back and I was like, wow, when I go through houses, sometimes I'm like, well, I know this because I and I can legitimately remember the house that I was in when you would tell me something, right? which I can't remember if I had dinner last night. And I'm pretty sure I didn't, by the way. Um, yeah, I had peanuts. Right. I think I had some nuts yeah, for yeah. dinner last night. But I do remember all the things you You can go in me. and say, Jesus, a termite tube. Uh, look at the pile of yep. sawdust. It must be copper ants, you know, rather than saying, you know, what type of insect it is. At least you can... Yeah, I well, um, I know the the tube thing. I'm pretty good on that one because I. But I think of that one more on the show because I get a little bit of a stomach ache. And then we had that one in Marshfield actually, right. yes. uh, with the live ones, and I have pictures of your hand with that. But it was it's interesting because as a seller's agent, I like to have the buyers have their time with their home inspector. Right. You know, so I let them sort of do their thing. I'll show up, and sometimes I'll leave. Sometimes I'll just sit in the kitchen or do whatever. Um, but I'm never surprised when an agent will call me, like I had an agent call me this week on a vacant property. So I let them do their inspection themselves. I introduced myself and all that and left. And when they came back and talked to me about some of the items that came up, I wasn't surprised. Like I could 
clearly see where they were. You could were. visualize, you know, water in the electrical service yeah. or, you know, the dishwasher's not bolted in or secured properly. Yeah. It was more things like you have asbestos and stuff like that, though. <laughs> this right. one, this is an older house. But no, they were talking about some, they were talking about termites and termite tubes. And then she was also talking about like some, a lot of sill damage. Yes. So uh, we have a structural engineer heading over there this morning with my husband, Mark, is uh, who also is licensed, obviously, in real estate, is meeting them over there today. Excellent. Then that's what you'll do too, right? So like if you see something like that, I know today, by the way, our topic is really about lead paint, but since we're here, we'll continue with this if you don't mind. Is that okay? Not a problem. We'd add lib as we needed. Perfect. So when you're going through the houses that you inspect, so buyer purchases house, we have it under agreement. They have 10 days to have everything, you know, put together. They call you in within that 10 day time period. When you're seeing things like a lot of damage, is that what you'll say? Like, I suggest that you bring in a structural engineer. I, you know, suggest that you bring in like a roofer. Or are you just saying this is what it is? Nope. Uh, usually if there's something that's, you know, has a monetary value to it or something that is unexpected, you know, for the potential buyer in mm-hmm. there and they're going to be negotiating, that would be the stage to get in, you know, someone that's uh, proficient in that field. And that way they give you real 2015 prices and, you know, what the, you know, more the scope of the repair. You know, is it two feet of sill or five feet of sill? And sometimes you don't know that until you actually start digging into it. So they'll be able to give you a high end and low end on the repair. So, Mm -hmm. you know, worst case scenario might be a dollar fifty and you know, best case scenario might be fifty cents. So at least they'll have in their mindset of the negotiating Mm -hmm. uh with the uh, you know the sellers of the house least to have yeah. you know some sort of a starting point there and that way they have a licensed professional coming in you know and that's going to be the doing the work rather than uncle bill or cousin schlitz yeah, yeah. <laughs> i love when you say your little comments by the way but i think that it's also important too because you know generally speaking if somebody says oh there's still damage there's this that or the other thing i don't think people are thinking of a dollar fifty by the way i think right. they're thinking exactly. 15 16 or, you know 15 to twenty thousand oh, yeah. dollars you know you can easily spend anywhere from two to three thousand dollars up depending on the extent and yeah so, but that's one of the things too, though, is that you're really not able. Is that a legal thing that you're not able to give prices, or is that just sort of your own procedure for your company? No, in Massachusetts, the home inspectors are prohibited from uh, giving prices, you hmm. know, for any repairs inside the home. Why is that? Uh, one, you know, you're interjecting yourself into a real estate transaction, then between the buyer and the seller, because you're telling the potential buyer it's going to be five hundred dollars. And a lot of times the seller likes to repair things, and a lot of times the buyers like to have things replaced. So we never delve into that, and that's where the negotiations start from there. You know, like sometimes you can repair a boiler, you know, but the thing's 30 years old, and the seller says, geez, I can get out of this for $300. And yet the, um, you know, potential buyer's coming in, he's going to be staying there for the next 10 years. He says, you know, every day's a bonus from now on. You know, I'd rather have the boiler replaced or a credit toward that. So... You that's where, uh, yep. That's where the buyer is uh, broker and the seller's broker get together and you know put the deal together, which is amicable for everybody. Yeah, and generally speaking, I would say that it, it does go quite smoothly. I mean, I know with my transactions that I have. I mean, every so often I will. I don't even like to say come up against, but I'll be working with or try diligently to work with another agent. You know, right. whether I'm the buyer's agent or the seller's agent, and I try not to get all crazy about it but people do tend to get a little feisty when it comes to well you have to understand that this that and the other thing and yeah, i priced a house at this amount of dish you know so i'm not yeah. negotiating anything so yeah. and you see that all the time but it all comes down to 
you know, you have a potential buyers in this that's qualified. They still want to buy the house, but with some, you know, monetary consents, mm-hmm. uh, then everybody's happy. And I think that a lot of times people will say like in an older home or a home that they just know that there has a lot of problems with. I know sellers love to say to me, let's just say that the house is as is. Well, I, I hate that word. Right. Or that's two words, but I right. hate them right. like as is because I just feel like it just gets into you're starting your negotiations off sort of in a negative tone already. And I feel like it makes the buyer want even more. Right. You right. know, because you know, a lot of times the seller of the house doesn't know or, you know, they don't know the potential uh, pitfalls. You know, once you take an electrical panel cover off, you know, is there water getting inside? Is there some, you know, electrical work that wasn't done properly? Has mm-hmm. there been a fire or burn circuits in there? Yeah. And those You're are able to see that. that well, we Absolutely. were at a house one time. I remember you saying there was a fire in here one time. And I was like, how did you know? Are you like the inspector? Like, yeah. but you don't go and check permits or any of that stuff. We do not. No. 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 But a lot of times you can see like on a structure downstairs, uh, you know, particularly like the floor joists, they usually come to nice sharp angles down there. If it's rounded corners and it's been painted or uh, someone's taken a, um, you know, a pressure washer to it, uh, like we had the other yeah. day. Uh, you know, the corners are rounded. And you can see some uh, frass in the wood, and then you can yeah. know something happened. To mold or mildew. Someone tried to clean up. You know, they try to clean up, or yeah. you know, if the corners are really rounded on the framing downstairs, chances that was a fire, and someone scraped it down to be a wood. Right. Yeah. You know, you're almost like an investigator because sometimes those things are funny, and I know we are really off track, but these are things that are really interesting when it comes to home inspections. Again, you're listening to Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara along with Stephen Cook of Imperial Inspection Services. He does services such as home inspections. So when you first get that new home, he does pre-home inspections, which I think is fabulous. Right. But it's yeah. a really, really good idea for sellers. And we can talk about why in a little bit. You also do radon inspections. Yes, lead paint inspections, mm-hmm. uh, Title V inspections, more toward the uh, commercial end right now. Yeah. And uh, pest inspections, and pest. Uh, FHA and VA and uh, USDA. And those are important. And you have to have you have to have a special license to do that, right? Yeah. Yes, there's no, in Massachusetts, there's no pest uh, inspector's license, but uh, uh, FHA and VA will recognize a pest applicator's license in filling out the forms. Okay. Um, If you want to ask myself or Steve a question regarding your home or home inspections, um, I know the last time we were here, one of the good things that we did talk about was um, how to prevent for ice dams. So if you did miss that uh, conversation, you can always get that on our podcast because you can find my show with Steve at talkrealestateradio.com or you can go to the podcast, which is... Uh, talk Real Estate Radio, 781-837-4900, 781-837-4900. Ryan is waiting for your call if you have any specific questions. One of the things we were talking about, about you being sort of an investigator as you're going through the home, it is it is sort of interesting because as, if I'm a listing agent on a property, I have really no idea. I've never lived in this home. Right. And you've only been maybe at, you know, two times at, you know, a half an hour each just to, you know, sign up. Yeah. And, uh, you ask as many questions as you can. Right. Uh, some, some agencies require like a seller's disclosure. Right. I don't. The reason I don't is because I have to sign it and I don't feel comfortable signing something that somebody else is filling out because I don't know if it's accurate. Exactly. You know, so yep. we don't do those. Um, but when you're walking through, it is funny to me that you're lifting little scatter rugs, you're lifting, you know, uh, cutting boards. Yep, I love it's it. kind of a nice little routine, and every time you, <laughs> you know, every, each room is kind of done individually as one, you know, segment of the home. So you walk into the room, always go clockwise. You know, check the electrical outlets as you're walking clockwise. Get all the windows to open and close. Do a visual for the walls, you know, floors <laughs> and ceilings. If there's a carpet down, you know 
pick it back up. Yeah. Is <laughs> there a burn hole under there? Is that where they drop the iron and let it sit for a half hour? Yeah. Or was, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the little, uh, you know, pooch, you know, yeah. his business that, you know, you never know. And mm-hmm. always surprised when you lift up some of the carpets sometimes. I know. Cracked tiles. Right. Stuff Cracked in front tiles. Of the kitchen yep. sink. Yep. And Yep, usually the untouchables, like if someone places a checkbook or the money for the paper boy on the countertop, you never want to touch anything like that on a home inspection. But usually if you push it out of the way, you know, yeah. you use a burn mark on the countertop. Yeah, or I know. <laughs> when, you put your, when you put your thing down, you know, right. your, your clipboard and you're just moving it over and it's like, oh, that's surprising that there's a burn hole there. Yeah. So, yeah, there are definitely, we could do a whole show on that. I know Ryan's working on a blooper show for me for the end of the year. So we should also have a show of things people do. I mean, it's crazy. Exactly. We had one just where, you know, get off topic again just yeah. a little bit as I uh, went to a house and went to turn on the dishwasher and the home homeowner happened to be home that day. And I opened it up and it's already warm inside. And I says, geez, I got to run it. And she says, well, I just ran it. And uh, I says, I have to run it. So I shut the door and turned it on. It sounded like a garbage disposal. <laughs> and oh, no. I guess evidently I heard from the... Uh, broker after that i guess she threw hot water and clean dishes in it just before we got there to represent that it was running oh my goodness yeah even though they already ran it we have to turn it on and it was needed to be replaced and certainly she didn't go to catholic school did she i don't know going on there that's (laughs) for sure (laughs) so um so one of the things that we definitely wanted to talk about today and um we'll get into it a little bit now but then we'll take our 9 20 break and then from there we'll go is it nine? What time? What time is it? It's ten twenty. What's wrong with that clock? Because I thought, oh my it says gosh, nine sixteen on that. Did clock. I kick Mike out of here an hour early? That was so weird to me. <laughs> I think someone's preparing for daylight savings time a little early. Ooh. Oh, oh, I see. So it just messed me up. Oh, that makes me feel a lot better though, because I feel like I won't be asleep. Now you're next early week. rather than just being on time. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> that never happens. See, Ryan, you were rushing me for no reason at all. Hey, what do you Sorry mean that, that never happens? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting in the studio by myself. Where's Sharon? It's ten oh one. Where is she? Um, but when we come back from our break, and we're we're going to take in a few minutes. We really want to get into, um, it's been great because the, the you do little bits of series, which I like. Yes. And we talk about, we had talked about environmental concerns. So one was radon and um, one is lead paint. And we're certainly going to talk about that when we come back from the break. But um, what are some of the things that, do you have to be specially licensed to test for lead paint. Yes, uh, you have to hold a uh, state uh, lead paint inspector's license today. And uh, so not many of us left. There's only about maybe 70 to 80 of us uh, left in the state that actually perform the uh, lead paint inspections and uh, certifications. Really? Uh, Just a tough, um, you know, license to get. And the other is the equipment that you need that you need to use it. Uh, the machine that we use is called an XRF or an X-ray fluorescence machine, and those machines can run anywhere from ten to sixteen thousand dollars. Wow! Just for the uh, unit to test, and generally every say twelve to twenty-four months, you have to replace what they call the radioactive source in there, and that can run anywhere from two to five thousand dollars. For maintenance of the equipment. Really? Right. Wow, that's that's really expensive. Yes, it is. Yes. So is the, well, how many inspectors are there in Massachusetts anyways? Uh, for home inspections, right around four, 425 right now. Okay. So is that up or down? That's down from, say, 10 years ago. It used to be over 800. Wow. Yes. So half. Yes. Half of them are gone. Right, because the market really took a dip. A lot of the people are just doing it part-time because to keep your home inspector's license, you have to keep up with your continuing education credits. And also, you have to uh, maintain a uh, valid errors and omissions insurance on file. Oh, yeah. And what happens if your errors and omissions 
uh, insurance ever lapses, uh, your license, you cannot perform any inspections until that's uh, renewed. Mm-hmm. And most insurance companies uh, report to the Division of Professional Licensure when that policy is not in effect and oh. any inspections that are performed outside uh, they're considered not licensed home inspectors and it's, oh. you know, it's anywhere from a thousand to five thousand dollars per uh, fine per inspection that uh, wow. someone performs without a license and that's more than what the inspection costs yes. people so yes. you're not even like so now it's it's costing you money. Oh. Like it's you don't even you do the inspection and charge someone four hundred and seventy five five hundred dollars, whatever it is, you're not getting that back. That's correct. Yes. Plus, it's coming out of your pocket. Right. That is a, a lot. It's almost like you're like a dying breed there, almost. You know. It's, da- starting, to, it's starting to build up again because the real estate market's becoming uh, you know busier you know than yeah. it was say uh, four years ago. Yeah. So a lot more of the inspectors are starting to renew or get into the uh, home inspection business. Hmm. Bet you that would be difficult though for them to do that. Well, I know. Well, I know you have you yourself and Jay obviously. Jay and David. Yes. And David. Yeah. So. Um, and we're actually, you know, we're busy enough where we're actually entertaining. Uh, we have an ad out there now looking for another uh, qualified home inspector. Really? Yes. You're very picky about that, though, aren't Absolutely. you? Absolutely. You've got to have at least five years' worth of experience. And, you know, you've mm-hmm. got to have the right, you know, demeanor when you're talking to the customers and just the right mindset when you're going out there, too. Oh, absolutely. Because yeah. they're representing you when you go out there. Absol- absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Usually they work with me for about a week and, uh, you know, see how they do and... Yeah. Yeah, but usually if you have five years, you know exactly what you're doing. It's yeah. just a matter of, you know, transferring to you know the none of the company's uh, protocol and yeah, just and a matter of just getting used to it. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I think that you guys are great. You know that I saw Jay actually just last week at an inspection, and he's wonderful all the time. So, um, we're just at our ten twenty break. Well, it says nine twenty. So it makes me feel really good about not being not being late today. <laughs> so I will remember it's ten twenty. Um, when we come back, we're going to get really into lead paint again. I'm here with Stephen Cook from. Imperial Inspection Services, and we are live today with my buddy Rye and uh, 781-837-4900. We'll be right back. Imperial Inspection Services, complete home inspection services, radon testing, featuring on-site results with electronic testing, lead paint inspection, Title V inspection, pest inspection, including FHA and VA. Call seven days a week, 1-800-440-1141, or visit them on the web at imperialinspectionservices.com. With 28 years' experience in two convenient locations, Braintree and Cape Cod, accepting credit cards for all services rendered. Imperial Inspection Services. 1-800-440-1141. 1-800-440-1141. Sullivan, Garrity, and Donnelly Insurance is a full-service insurance agency offering a wide range of financial and insurance services. At SG&D, we have access to the strongest and most respected insurance and financial markets available to meet our personal and commercial insurance needs. Since 1922, we take pride in our commitment to providing unparalleled service at competitive prices. With more than eight decades of experience and our ability to meet the complex insurance needs of today, we create the best solutions for our customers personally and professionally. We have convenient offices throughout Massachusetts, including Cohasset, Chatham, and Worcester. Please visit our website at sgdins.com or call 1-800-287-8501. Sullivan, Garrity, and Donnelly Insurance is a proud member of the Assure Alliance Group. Plumbing problems are inevitable. Sad to say... 
do not fix it yourself. After all, that's your home you're living in. McNamara Plumbing. New construction, renovations, repairs, service calls. McNamara Plumbing. Fully insured. 781-294-7100. McNamara Plumbing. Are you thinking about selling your home or buying a new one? Are you a first-time home buyer or perhaps just right-sizing? Do you have a buyer's agent? Do you know if you really even need one? What is home staging? Will it really help me sell my home faster? Do I have to have a home inspection? How much home insurance do I need for my new home? How do I handle my estate sale? What are home sale contingencies? Have you heard that you have to put 20% down to buy a new home? Did you know that that wasn't true? Are you worried about environmental issues? What is radon, lead paint, and mold? Is there a difference between a foreclosed property or a short sale? Do you need to have a Title V inspection to sell your home? What do you do if your system fails? Are these questions you have, but you don't know who to ask? Hi, I'm Sharon McNamara of Boston Connect Real Estate. Call my office for a one-on-one consultation with me or one of the many dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate so we can talk real estate. It's easy to connect with some of the South Shore's most experienced real estate agents. Go to bostonconnect.com, bostonconnect.com, or call 781-826-7300. 50% more talk real estate absolutely free. Talk real estate with Sharon McNamara. Now, one hour every Saturday morning on 95.9 WATD. And we're back. Good morning to all my South Shore neighbors. This is Sharon McNamara. You are listening to Talk Real Estate uh, with Sharon McNamara and Stephen Cook of Imperial Inspection Services. I, of course, am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate located here on the South Shore. And we are doing a very good job at connecting home buyers and home sellers from Boston to the South Shore. So it's been great. 781-837-4900 is our phone number here at the studio. Ryan is waiting for your phone call. If you have any questions regarding inspections, home inspections, radon, lead paint, uh, septic inspections, any of that, uh, please feel free to call and Ryan will take your call. And Steve is waiting here. Right? Just with open arms, right? (laughs) So Keep you informed. Exactly, exactly. Um, So we want to get into what we were, um, our main focus on today was, you know, all these environmental type issues. I don't even know if this is really environmental. It's lead paint. So I guess... It would would count in the environmental, you know, especially when you're cleaning up and so. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, we have a call. So before we get to that, why don't we take this person? Good morning, Patty. What can we do for you? Good morning, Steve. How are you? Doing well. Well, first of all, Sharon, I have to tell you, I'm ready to be adopted into your family. <laughs> yeah, Every Saturday morning when I hear you start up and you start to giggle, I start to giggle. Mm. And I'm giggling thinking, why am I giggling? But I am. No, that makes um, me feel good. So well, we should have a glass of wine with me. sell our house or whatever. I'm coming to see you. And I'm going to... Talk to your husband about plumbing. Perfect. Uh, because you are my kind of person. Oh, great. Yeah, well, Patty, you should have a glass of wine with me one night. It gets really, really fun. Oh, that would <laughs> Only be Only one, I though. Two, to. two, I go to sleep. So just <laughs> well, so you know. There you go. I'm there, too. So. Yes. And, Steve, I wanted to tell you that because we heard you on, on Sharon's show several months ago, um, we had to have a house inspection done. Yes. And we did. And Dave came to see us. Excellent. And other than his writing, which is, can be a challenge to decipher. Yes, uh, we've um, been working on that. <laughs> he did a fabulous job. And I have to give a shout-out to to your organization. Uh, Thank you very much. he was thorough. He impressed the realtor who was there because of his thoroughness. She asked for his card for future reference. Yes. 
but I real I was very, very, very impressed with the manner in which he handled it, the way he took the time to explain everything. Mm-hmm. So Excellent. as yeah. a now customer, mm-hmm. I would strongly encourage anyone to give you a call because it, it was just top notch. Oh, thank you very much. So was the inspection that you did, Patty, was that a pre-home inspection or like before you put your house on the market? It or? was a pre-home. Okay. Oh. And then I went into complete panic mode thinking, oh my gosh, when we do that for our house? Ay, ay, ay. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes. But it was a pre-home for something else that we purchased. Oh, okay. And he was just absolutely sensational. Yep. I, I, and I can't tell you, he, he went through everything. He took time. He explained your report and the way you itemize everything and highlight in different colors is outstanding. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, way back when I had a real estate license, so I did a little bit of this, and I have not seen someone come through and just do such a thorough job. So right. kudos to you. you. You run a great, great operation, and mm-hmm. I, as a very pleased customer, would highly recommend you to anyone listening. Well, I, thank you very much, and I'm sure David's listening this morning, and... Uh, Good job, David. You never disappoint he, me. Yeah, no, he didn't. He did awesome. Because I will be honest, we called and asked for Steve, and Steve was out until three or four days beyond, and we were in a little bit of a rush. Yeah. So they said, Dave's really good, too. I'm like, okay. Yeah. And he was. I yep. uh, was extremely happy. So yeah, thank Dave you. Dave has uh, almost 15 years' experience under his belt. Mm-hmm. Well, he did super. Yes. And if we have the need again in the future, we will. And Sharon, I will take you up with a glass of wine. I'll come and visit someday. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. Absolutely. And meantime, I just enjoy listening to you make me giggle throughout your program. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> and I do that without day. even trying, Patty. I mean, you well, should you see Well, you do a good I... job because I do the same thing. I just giggle and, and I'm happy listening. So, well, thank so you. So thank you. And... Um, We'll talk soon. All Have right. a great morning. Thank you, too. Thanks, Bye-bye. Patty. Have a great weekend. So that was Patty from Marshfield. And you know what? That actually, when, when people like that take the time to call, it actually, it, it, I hate to say that I'm so warm and fuzzy, but you know what? It really does give oh, me sure. goosebumps yes. because when I'm, I can't be any more transparent or genuine than I am on the show. I, and you know me well. Oh, absolutely. And I see you at a, you know, eight o'clock inspection or a two o'clock in the afternoon inspection, always the same demeanor, yep. happy, you know, everything's going to be great and yeah. let's get forward. And Just trying to make, and, and then, and I think that that's coming through now, like with our co-hosts and stuff. And what makes me feel really good though, is that Patty knows, and probably many of our other listeners, the people who are sitting across from me are the right. people that I would welcome you into my home. You right. know that. And, uh, and for dinner, you know what I mean? So these are the people that I want to work with. And that goes for all of our co-hosts, you know, the attorneys that I bring on and, you know, the loan officer and in all of those people. So it makes me feel good that Patty had confidence in you. And I'm really glad that she didn't you know, waiting for you sometimes can be a challenge. Right. Yes. I'm booked out pretty yeah. Yeah, because you're famous. I've made you famous. Absolutely. Thank you, Sharon. (laughs) Here's another 20. Exactly. (laughs) Um, But I think that what, and I say to my clients all the time too, is, you know, I I work with Steve on the radio show and I do a lot with Steve, but I'll let you know that all of the guys are great. So whoever you end up with is perfect. You're going to get a great home inspection Mm -hmm. and something that's very thorough. Yeah. So I'm glad that um, she got David and got to meet him and he did a great job. And if she likes to giggle though, I think they should have given him Jay. Given her Jay. Oh, Jay, Jay. He's the comedian, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I know. So when Patty, when you have us over for a glass of wine, I'll bring Jay with me if you really want to giggle. <laughs> you don't know what you're in for. 
<laughs> and Jay wrote a song, too. So he, oh. if you're over there with that, have him play it on YouTube. It's uh, quite oh. hilarious. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to have to look that up. So, if Jay, if you're listening, please uh, send me the link to your, your song. I'll do a song with him. Yes. So, again, I'm glad that it, it sounds like they purchased a new house, and um, they're going to be selling their house soon. So hopefully she'll be giving me a call to help yeah. her out with that um, aspect of things. And, um you know, use you again, you know what I mean, for a pre-inspection. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, one thing you didn't know about Jay, he plays the ukulele. Oh, really? Yes, he does. That is so interesting. He gets his little Hawaiian hat on and his uh, (laughs) colorful shirt, and he'll sit there with his little ukulele. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Well, that that is something I have to see. The next time, he'll have to bring it with him. Um, So we're going to get back on track again. And again, Patty, thank you so much for calling. Uh, This is a talk radio show, and if you have any questions or comments or concerns, uh, something that you want to ask myself or Steve, uh, again, it's Steve Cook from Imperial Inspections, uh, call Ryan, 781-837-4900. Real quick too though Steve you know what I'm so used to having you here on the show with me that I don't ask questions that I already know why don't you tell everybody exactly where you're located and what areas you sort of service sure yeah we have uh, two offices uh, one located in Braintree and one located on uh, Cape Cod just over the bridge in uh, Sagamore Mm -hmm. and we cover everything pretty much right down to uh, Provincetown on the Cape Uh, Taunton, out to Rehoboth, uh, Mm -hmm. Fall River, that area. And then more toward like the Attleboro, Plainfield, um, uh, Norfolk, uh, Foxborough, and right up through there up to Westwood. That's pretty far. Exactly. And then, you know, south side of Boston, Dorchester and so. Well, we just got a little message that Patty called back and she said she would sing a song with me. So we'll have to find some. There you go. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so do you actually go um, like the Needham, like 128 Belt, yes, right? Yes, all the way uh, Needham, Westwood, uh, Dedham, uh, right up through there, West Roxbury. Now, what about Mary's neck of the woods? Uh, Mary, we usually don't go on that side of Boston too yeah. often just because of the traffic concerns. We do do, you know, North End, uh, Back Bay, uh, but to cross over the Zakem Bridge, it's sometimes just the traffic concerns. Uh, mm-hmm. It takes just two hours to get to yeah. Medford and over to those areas. So that's actually good. I hope Mary's listening right now. So Mary, if you and Phil ever decide to buy a house, looks like you're going to have to buy it on the South Shore because right. he's not going to Medford. That's right. But I'll make a special exception <laughs> for Mary. No, shh, I want her closer. <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> so, um, so we're going to talk a little bit about lead paint um, here too. So there are several different types of inspections. So why don't you go through each different level of inspection? So it's four houses that were built prior to 1978. 1978, and uh, prior is where uh, lead paint was uh, typically used. And that's what the state uses as an inference for, um, you know, testing for lead paint if it's built before 78. Okay. And there's a couple different type of inspections you can get if it's a real estate transaction. And the most... uh, prominent one that we see all the time is what they call a lead determination report. Mm-hmm. And it's a fairly inexpensive report. It runs about 150 to $175. Mm-hmm. And we go through with the uh, XRF or the x-ray machine and we test about 30 spots inside the home. And mm-hmm. we kind of go more toward what lead paint would be found. And that kind of lets you know if there is a concern, you know, a possible concern in the house with lead paint. Where would those areas be? Usually the outside of the outside of the home, outside of the windows, okay. uh, exterior of the door. Was, uh, inside, you know, usually 75 and uh, newer. Generally, the inside is pretty clean. We find it mostly on the outside of the home. Okay. Now, what happens once you find it when you're doing a lead determination? Does it have to go, That's you have to record that with the state right away? Yes, that needs to be recorded. And mm-hmm. usually within 7 to 10 days, we take the cover sheet of the report, and that's sent to uh, data entry at the state. And then that gets listed 
on the uh, lead paint um, site. Mm-hmm. So if you ever having a concern, you pur- you know purchasing a property and want to find out the lead history of the place, uh, you can go to this website and just type in the address, and it will let you know the history on it, when it was inspected, whether or not it's been made into compliance, or you know in a deleting stage. Mm-hmm. That is very easy to get to, by the way, if you just go on to Steve's website, which is Imperial Inspections Services dot com, and click on the uh, lead link. And you'll see a little drop-down box where you can enter an address. Now we'll tie you into the uh, state uh, database, and you can research any property in uh, Massachusetts. Yeah. And best of all, it's free of charge. Yeah, it's really easy to get to. I mean, it really is. And there are a lot of people who really enjoy antiques, and then there are others who really don't. But the antique homes, generally speaking, there has to be some lead oh, in sure. them yeah. somewhere. It's not if, it's just where and how much at that point. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. That's like when my girlfriend Karen was buying a house in Dorchester up in the Adams area, over near that, you know, Airy Pub and stuff. Um, she was going to do a lead paint test and all that. And I was like, all right, well, I'm letting you know there's lead here. Just you know that there is. Look, the house was built in when? Right. 1800s or something. So she had it done. Um, one of the surprising things that came out of that, and we were talking about this a little bit, was that there was lead in the tiles. Right. Yeah. The As part of the protocol, when you do do an inspection on a house today, is you do test the uh, t- wall tiles or floor tiles, and those are recorded on the report. And even if they do contain lead, uh, there's no action needed if you take it, you know, if you, you know, formally have the house to let it, it's mm-hmm. not required for those tiles to be abated or removed. It's more just FYI. So if you're breaking up the tiles or changing something and things are getting fragmented or you're creating dust or you're cutting the tile, uh, that kind of lets you know what you're, you know, potentially yeah. working with. And that sort of is where the danger comes in with a lot of the environmental things. Don't you think like the asbestos, like, you know, once it's all touched and everything, that's when it sort of becomes hazardous. Right. You know, you have uh, sometimes on the old heating systems, you have this like white covering, probably about uh, four inches in diameter, covers the pipes, and it almost, uh, you know, almost looks like you know a, a hard piece of like uh, baby talcum powder. And if you tap it very lightly, which not recommended, yeah. you see all these little particles that will fall out of it, and that's you know the release of the uh, asbestos. Have you ever had, um, like when you go for your, um, whatchamacallit, when you go for your medical, like, checkups and stuff, like, do you ever get worried? You know, because you hear back, you know, like firefighters and and different things like that, like, you know, different things happen to them or, you know, um, plumbers and stuff that we're dealing with all this stuff years later. I mean, do you get checked? Uh, No, we used to get checked for uh, lead paint. It was part of our licensure uh, going back a few years, Mm -hmm. but they found that the inspectors, you know, they took, you know, they... You know, prepared and took the you know proper protocol when reinspecting or inspecting the home, and they found that the lead levels did not rise. Uh, so they kind of took that away as mm-hmm. you know part of the license. I'm just worried. Have. I'm concerned for your health. Yeah, Steve. but a That's lot. This but a lot of times, <laughs> if you have a house that has a crawl space uh, and is you know this whitish material or asbestos-like material down below, we will not enter the uh, crawl space. Yeah, you because know, you. You know, moving around in the dirt and you're getting it into your clothes and breathing that stuff in. And yeah. you have the potential, you know, for that hazard to be there. Yeah. I know one time I was at one with Jay. It was actually over at Oak Point and um, there was mold. It was like all, it was like a swamp yes. underneath. And he opened it up and the homeowner, the buyer said, well, it was a woman, um, a single woman. And she's like, well, I, aren't you going to go in there? He's like, I'm not going in there. I was like, I wouldn't go in there. I think there might be an right. alligator in there. Like Absolutely. that's how bad yeah. it is in I'll there. follow Sharon in there. Go Sharon. <laughs> 
yeah. <laughs> as you crawl, so go I'll, for it. Yeah, I'm surprised Jay didn't say something like that. I'll yeah. go if I'll follow Sharon in there. Um, but the, so the same thing with the lead is it's not that it's really if it's if it's on the wall and it's not moving and stuff. Well, it wouldn't be on walls. It would be on trim and stuff. No, it would right? be on the walls too. So really? if you go into a kitchen that has four walls and it doesn't come to a biteable or an outside corner and the you know the actual paint is found to have contained lead paint it is in compliance just the way it sits oh really as long as the paint is intact and it doesn't come to an outside corner where it's a what they call an accessible or a multiple surface Mm, okay and i know like uh, you know sometimes i'm in antiques myself i actually am very intrigued by antiques by the way i actually want to find an antique specialist to come on this radio show with me so if you are one please call me i love to know the just the little things about history about these antique homes but you know i was going through this house and he had done you know a bunch of renovations on this property a really really nice job by the way I, i have to admit and i did get to one section in the house with the door it was it looked like i don't even know if it's original but it was an old old door but it like it looked um, snake-like, you know what I mean, like the paint. And I know you oh, can't Oh, like checkerboard. Yeah. Yes. yeah I know usually you... when you get that check, you know, it's yeah. usually about 99.9% chance yeah, see, that it That's is. what I'm saying. I don't have x-ray yeah. vision like, or it. one of these 10000 to $16,000 machines, but yeah. I'm thinking... But still don't do the taste test. You yeah. Know, it's um, not recommended. No, I'm yeah. definitely not doing that. But again, that was something that I must have been in a house with you at one time where you must have pointed that out to right. me. So when I saw it, I was like, oh, I bet... So, you know, I said to him, they have a baby, actually. And I was like, you know, I don't recommend that, you know, you have to call a specialist to sort of take care of this. But could a homeowner just remove the door completely and just replace it? Or what's the policy there? Well, it all depends if they're doing it as part of bringing the, you know, place or the unit into compliance. No, the homeowner just cannot do that without any uh, specialized training. He'd have to get what they call a moderate risk to let his, uh, you know, certification or license you know, hmm. to, you know, do work like that. Oh, all right. Yeah. So it's something I certainly should never recommend for someone to do. I should just say go to the website and figure right. out what you can do? Exactly. Okay, yeah. I'll do that next time. But if what if you don't know for sure? If you don't know for sure, you don't know whether, what you're dealing with. So, you know, just so have just at it. just the door off. Yeah, I mean, seriously. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, I'm 99.9% sure, but again, I don't have x-ray vision. Right. But no. a lot of times, you know, if you have kids and stuff involved, you want to take the, you know, proper precautions. And especially if it was built prior to 78, sometimes mm-hmm. if you want to find out you can get one of those home test kits, you know, at Home yeah. Depot or Lowe's, and then kind of do a little preliminary for you, let you know what you're dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. And again, that is really one of the reasons why I did bring it up because the, the house that I was in, they do have a baby. So I was like, you know, he's like, oh, I can just paint that. And I was like, oh, you know what? You have a baby in the house. I would really recommend finding out the proper way to do that. Absolutely. Because all yeah. I could picture was, you know, someone in there sanding down and yeah. then the particles flying all over the place. And yeah. you know. that's where we find most of the lead paint poisoning occurs is when the homeowner tries to play, you know, the letter and they get in there with a power sander or Ugh. stripping or scraping things down. And then they picking it up with the Electrolux, you know, vacuum and, you know, and that doesn't just have the filtration uh, that a HEPA vac has, which they use for cleanup for uh, Mm -hmm. lead paint or lead paint dust. And uh, it just blows out of the back of it. And then everybody just drags it to the rest of the house to vacuum it regularly. And all this, you know, small particles of lead dust is just getting distributed throughout the home. Yeah, and then if you had forced hot air, but a lot of the antiques don't. I mean, those have mostly steam, but I mean, that could end up in vents and everything else. It goes down in the air ducts, and when the heat cycles all that nice air, you know, 
stuff is drawn into the system, (laughs) then it's distributed equally throughout the home. Yeah. Um, Okay, so the lead paint determination is you just go in, you're given a big basic analysis, $150 to $175. Somebody finds lead, then it gets recorded. What is the difference between the determination and a full-blown inspection? Yeah, the full inspection or the full comprehensive inspection, we check every piece of trim and every building within the lot line of the property. Mm -hmm. And on that type of report, if lead is found, uh, that type of report can be given to a licensed letter. And based off of that report, he'll know what needs to be done in order to bring the place into compliance. Okay. The other is, say, if no lead hazards are found with that full comprehensive report, uh, a letter of what they call initial compliance can be written, written, meaning that the place is in compliance and you're off, and, you're off and running. So do you write that letter or is that like they would bring the full inspection, okay, there is no lead paint, they give that to somebody else to give them that letter nope, of compliance? Uh, the actual inspector will uh, write the actual uh, letter of initial compliance. So really? if I did the inspection on Tuesday, everything came out good. When I get back to the office, I'd put the report together, I'd generate a letter of initial compliance. Uh, we're given huh. certain numbers and we put a serial number on that so it can be tracked and no one, you say if you're doing you know, a two-family and you're doing unit one, no one can just scrape out unit one and put unit two in there because oh, each yeah. one has a unique uh, serial number serial today. Number. So hmm. That's good. You, Interesting. You got it. You only need these. They only have these rules because you know someone did that. They scan it in and they <laughs> <laughs> white it out and then... Uh, uh, yes, let's just it do has, a, it We has just happened. have to do a show on dumb things people do. Right. And then we'll play my bloopers right after that. I, don't, I have a betcha, I betcha Patty's going to love that show because I'm sure there's a lot of laughing going on with those ones. Ryan, imagine the things we can't air. <laughs> Some of those. <laughs> there's a lot of funny stuff in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. We have a lot of fun. We're having way too much fun. Don't tell Ed how much fun we're actually yeah. having here. Yeah. Um, again, you're listening to Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara and Stephen Cook of Imperial Home Inspections. I, of course, am from Boston Connect Real Estate, located here on the South Shore. Steve just told you he's located, um, he has two locations, one in Braintree, one down the Cape. He does service mostly all, well, not mostly, Jeff, definitely all of the South Shore. Oh, Cape South, South Coast, uh, Cape and the Islands and the uh, South Shore. Yeah. You go over to the Islands too, which is good. Yes, but we do. Do you yes. want to do that in like December and January? Usually July, August, yeah. uh, beginning of September. We don't go over. Uh, if we really have to, use it's a Tuesday, Wednesday, or a Thursday yeah. that we go over. You can't go over on weekends. No, because you couldn't. It's, you know, you if you're Martha's Vineyard, we'll, we'll take the uh, ferry over and take our vehicle with us. Uh-huh. And usually, you know, you don't want to get stuck in a standby line. But If you uh, ever get stuck with that, you know what? I can get you a ride. That's right. right. You have take a boat. You, take you Absolutely. about an hour we'll to get the you over there. <laughs> we'll get you over there. <laughs> we must be able to call that a write-off of some sort. I would say so, yes. Yeah, I know. I'm not going to call myself your ferry service because I'm sure there's some type of insurance that goes along with that but yeah. uh, we can get you over there on the real escape absolutely <laughs> so, um, but say we, if you do have the house you know fully deleted you know if mm-hmm. you do find lead there uh, there is a uh, $1,500 uh, state tax credit yes. mm-hmm. per unit for deleting so if you have a single family home mm-hmm. uh, once you have it deleted and a compliance writ, uh, letter is written you get a $1,500 state tax credit you know toward that deleting and it's a straight tax credit. So if your liability at the end of the year to the state is $800 that you owe them in um, Mm -hmm. state taxes, they'll be sending you a check back for $700. Yeah, that's perfect. And if you have a multifamily building, every time you have one of the units brought into compliance, it's $1,500 state tax credit per unit. That's awesome. Right. What I have in front of me actually is called the... um, 
property transfer lead notification, which is a form that we use as real estate agents. So when we're uh, listing a home that was built prior to 1978, our homeowners have to sign one of these. And it basically has a section in the back that talks about, you know, do you have any knowledge of lead paint or lead paint hazards in the home? Do you have any knowledge or reports of? So if they have that report that, you know, hey, we're lead free, that's great. You could attach it to it. But these forms are great and we should be able to put a link on our website so people can get this. Um, But it has all kinds of information. Some of the things that you were just talking about too, like what is lead paint and just everything to do with, um, you know, how to prevent it and all this other stuff, all the other things that you have to get. But one of the questions I had in here for you, you were just talking about the $500 thing. Nope, $1,500. Does it improve the value of your property? Well, absolutely it does. Oh, especially for rental, because a lot of times you get into a multifamily type property and a lot of insurance companies won't insure the property Mm -hmm. uh, unless you have a lead paint certificate. Yeah, and I I take that back. Does it it increase the value of your home? I'm not sure if it increases the value of your home, but it doesn't decrease the value of your home. Right, and it it increases the markability of the home. So it opens up, say if it's a single family home and you do have six and under and the place is full in compliance now you're opening the market up to kids six and under and mm-hmm. you know the general population when you're selling the house yeah you know one of the times I had I had a, um, a listing in uh, the Duxbury area and part of it was a farmhouse and part of it was new construction so that's something for sellers I mean buyers to consider too is just because you know maybe a full renovation was sort of done you have to really understand that if the initial part of the house was antique that there's still the possibility yep, the possibility of being lead paint someplace yeah and the mantles we've talked about this in the past I mean some of the most beautiful mantles in the city and even in Dorchester and stuff where I was growing up they were ripping them out and people putting them in their houses right you know so I've, I've seen that on you know houses that are you know say within five years of age and someone had this beautiful mantle from an antique house or something out of uh, boston mm-hmm. and they actually install it now they have lead hazards in a right. house that was built after 1978 exactly it doesn't happen too often but you mm-hmm. know when doing a home inspection i'll look at it and say wow that's old and yeah. has a good potential of being uh, hmm. lead paint you know we have to go to a break but i just thought of something like what about dogs i mean dogs could probably get lead poisoning right Right? I'm sure they could. And sometimes they're the type of um, animal, uh, cats and dogs, can bring lead paint into the house. Because you take an older house that has uh, clapboard or uh, siding that contains lead paint, over the years the paint has flaked and people have scraped the house. Now all that lead paint mm-hmm. is in the dirt right along your foundation. And the dogs love digging in the dirt finding a nice cool spot so now they're getting all this lead dust on their fur yeah. and Fido comes into the house there you know shakes or the kids are riding them like a little pony and yeah. you know it's an area that you could you know possibly get a transfer or off a cat is sitting up in a window in a little window well oh, there yeah. and you have an old window when the window goes up and down that's a dust generating uh, type uh Mm-hmm. You know, thing where the d- lead dust will fall into that window well, and if the yeah. cat's sitting there off the toy or little Billy drops his, you know, yeah. his Tootsie Roll pop inside there and picks it up, <laughs> now with all Yum. that lead, you know, all that whatever's there sticks to it. Yeah, those are things that you don't think of. So those, like, do you think of those things on your own? Because, like, I would never have thought of that. No, but just over the years and in, in training, because uh, usually every two, three years, we get, uh, the inspectors get retrained mm-hmm. on the new laws and stuff and brush up on some of the old things. Because mm-hmm. I can easily see that happening. And actually, I'm thinking about my girlfriend, Karen, who lives in Dorchester, and her in-laws actually had the exterior of their house had some lead paint on it. 
and the um, it was in the dirt, and then the kids were like playing outside, right. and they one of them because it's under five, I think that they're being tested six and under. under six and under. They're six being tested under, yes. at the, uh, the pediatrician, and it came back high, right. and that's what they traced it back to. Right. Sometimes so. people grow the tomatoes right along the foundation oh. there, so you have all the lead dust and. Oh my goodness. So. Yeah, that's why I don't think I could you think about that, right? Where are things growing? And, and as I say, I'm just given the worst case scenarios out there. Sometimes, you know, these things don't come into play on every single home like that. Yeah, but I think that you do have to be careful. Yeah. I mean, because you but never know. But the potential's know. there until, you know. Yeah, absolutely. With the full inspection, and again, we do have to get to this break, though. I mean, what would, if I, if I was a person who, if I brought you to this house and I said to my, you know, my buyer wants to have a, an inspection, I don't. Wouldn't it make more sense just to go for the full-blown inspection? I mean, it's going to be recorded anyways if right. it's if it has it. So why would you do lead painter termination? So that's 150 to 175. Okay, now you find it. Well, you can't have it deleaded yet because you, the the um, remediator needs the full inspection, right? In order to do the abatement inside the home. Yeah. So now that full inspection is another 380 to 500 dollars. Right. So would it make sense for people to go right to the full inspection? Uh, depending on the circumstances, you know, if they're going to have kids six and under residing in the home, absolutely. Yeah. You know, if they're not going to be having kids or just a couple that are not going to have any kids and they just want to, you know, know if there's the potentials in the house, that's mm-hmm. where the lead determination will come in. And there's part of me that thinks if if that is you and that's your demographic, who right. really cares if there is? But then when it comes to resale value, you certainly don't want to be the one that ends up with a huge headache. Exactly. Also. Yeah. So. All right, well, we're, we're talking about some good stuff here, as always, with Mr. Stephen Cook of Imperial Inspection Services, located here in Braintree and Cape Cod, servicing all over, and uh, Sharon McNamara from Boston Connect Real Estate. We will be right back. Imperial Inspection Services, complete home inspection services, radon testing, featuring on-site results with electronic testing, lead paint inspection, Title V inspection, pest inspection, including FHA and VA. Call seven days a week, 1-800-440-1141, or visit them on the web at imperialinspectionservices.com. With 28 years' experience in two convenient locations, Braintree and Cape Cod, except credit cards for all services rendered. Imperial Inspection Services. 1-800-440-1141. 1-800-440-1141. Sullivan, Garrity, and Donnelly Insurance is a full-service insurance agency offering a wide range of financial and insurance services. At SG&D, we have access to the strongest and most respected insurance and financial markets available to meet our personal and commercial insurance needs. Since 1922, we take pride in our commitment to providing unparalleled service at competitive prices. With more than eight decades of experience and our ability to meet the complex insurance needs of today, we create the best solutions for our customers personally and professionally. We have convenient offices throughout Massachusetts, including Cohasset, Chatham, and Worcester. Please visit our website at sgdins.com or call one 800 287-8501. Sullivan, Garrity, and Donnelly Insurance is a proud member of the Assure Alliance Group. Plumbing problems are inevitable. Sad to say, do not fix it yourself. After all, that's your home you're living in. McNamara Plumbing. New construction, renovations, repairs, service calls. McNamara Plumbing. Fully insured. 781-294-7100. McNamara Plumbing. 
Are you thinking about selling your home or buying a new one? Are you a first-time home buyer or perhaps just right-sizing? Do you have a buyer's agent? Do you know if you really even need one? What is home staging? Will it really help me sell my home faster? Do I have to have a home inspection? How much home insurance do I need for my new home? How do I handle my estate sale? What are home sale contingencies? Have you heard that you have to put 20% down to buy a new home? Did you know that that wasn't true? Are you worried about environmental issues? What is radon, lead paint, and mold? Is there a difference between a foreclosed property or a short sale? Do you need to have a Title V inspection to sell your home? What do you do if your system fails? Are these questions you have, but you don't know who to ask? Hi, I'm Sharon McNamara of Boston Connect Real Estate. Call my office for a one-on-one consultation with me or one of the many dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate so we can talk real estate. It's easy to connect with some of the South Shore's most experienced real estate agents. Go to bostonconnect.com, bostonconnect.com, or call 781-826-7300. 50% more talk real estate, absolutely free. Talk real estate with Sharon McNamara. Now, one hour every Saturday morning on 95.9 WATD. And we're back. Good morning to all my South Shore neighbors. This is Sharon McNamara. You are listening to Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara um, here on WATD. We are at our, at our kitchen table with Stephen Cook of Imperial Inspection Services. When we go off air, I we just go into... We, we just sat, sat chatting and... I know. We could probably... <laughs> go off this. topic. We could do this for two hours. Uh, one thing that I do want to uh, take a minute to discuss is... Um, the challenge of change should you stay in your home or sell it. Bob Gleason, who is one of our agents at the office, who you mm, know, I right? I know Bob, yes. Yep. Um, he is going to be doing a seminar for um, energetic boomers. Well, that's really fun, Bob, the way that you put that. We call him Uncle Bobby, by the way. Um, in their adult children on Tuesday, November 17th at 7 p.m. at the Adams Center in Kingston, located at 33 Main Street. Uh, so if you're thinking about moving uh, your family um, yeah, from your family home in the next year, uh, Bob is going to have all of the topics that regard the logistics and the emotional issues involved in all that. He also has a moving on guide. Uh, so you can call Bob at the office at 781-826-7300. 826-7300 is the office number. Up now we're getting a little bit more into real estate. That doorbell means I get to talk about um, open houses this weekend and I am doing a few. Actually, I have a new listing. Um, located at 30 Lewis Farm Drive in Duxbury and I am going to be there tomorrow as well as Mark and Mary. Uh, we're going to be there doing an open house from 11 to 1 tomorrow. Wow. Beautiful, beautiful home. Had a broker open house there yesterday with lunch. Andrew Montecombe um, hosted lunch. We had 25 agents from the area drop by so it's it's a beautiful home. Uh, it is on the market for $979. Uh, four bedroom colonial with finished attic space, finished lower level. It's beautiful gardens, beautiful home, beautiful cul-de-sac so convenient location you're going to love this house so if you get an opportunity please visit me and Mary tomorrow from and Mark uh, and Phil by the way uh, from 11 to 1 at 30 Lewis Farm Drive in Pembroke I mean in Duxbury in Pembroke where my mind was going was um, I'm doing other open house there at Equestrian Way Uh, that's going to be tomorrow as well from 1 to 3 so um, come and visit us you can find all the open houses at bostonconnect.com 
under the buyers tab you'll find all the open houses again i will be at 30 lewis farm drive tomorrow between 11 and 1 in duxbury so come visit me i like my coffee black with a splendor you got it <laughs> <laughs> and i'll still be drinking coffee a little between bailey's 11 on the and side <laughs> yeah you know what i i try not to but as soon yeah i don't really like ba- i like it eh, but whatever I, I like my wine but i'll wait until later on in the day to do that yep. so why don't we we have our final thoughts for our final minutes after you do the full inspection what is then someone comes in they delay then yep, based off the full report, a deletter or a authorized person will do the deletting work in the house. And once that's all said and done, they'd be calling the inspector back through to do what they call a reinspection. Mm-hmm. So the first thing he does when he comes back is to check the items that were found to be in violation to make sure they were deleted or covered properly. Mm-hmm. And if everything goes well, the inspector then takes a set of what they call lead dust wipes. Mm-hmm. So in most homes, it's uh, seven. Uh, and what that's going to reveal is during the deleting process that no lead dust contaminated the building. So we take our samples, those get sent off to the lab, and once we receive the results back, then we write the letter of... Uh, Compliance. Of uh, deleting compliance. So so you're checking this areas. Okay, so a sill or something has a window or whatever had lead when you went there the first time. Okay, that's on your report. The inspector now can take that and say, Steve saw lead here. I have to remove the lead here. He removes the lead there. Then when you come back, you're checking, okay, that's the window that I saw it right. on. Right, whether they scraped the paint off or they replaced the actual windowsill or they put in a capsule on it and just make sure the surface is in compliance. Okay, yep. so you're checking that, but then are you also checking the wall across the room to make sure that the dust didn't spread there? Is that what you're doing with the wipes too uh, or just the, the area? Uh, nope, the, the whole house. We kind of do a walkthrough through the whole house and huh. we look for any signs of any uh, you know, dust or debris and that needs to be cleaned up before we do the uh, wipes. Wow. Well, if you have any questions regarding any type of inspection, that would be a home inspection, lead paint, radon. Uh, What else do we have? Septic Uh, systems. Septic systems. Uh, You can reach us at uh, 1-800-440-1141. Again, 1-800-440-1141. Perfect. And if you ever forget that number, you can call me, Sharon McNamara, at bostonconnect.com, 781-826-7300. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Steve. Bye-bye now.